This is Nico Medved, the men's basketball coach of the Colorado State Rams, and you're listening to The Hall Show on 1310 KFKA. Just 25 minutes after the hour, welcome into The Hall Show. Uh, glad you guys could be with us here today. Steve Ivey is joining me now, the Swole Cracker. He uh, does his CSU Rams Hoops podcast. You can find his his blog each and every week, crackerscollegehoops.wordpress.com, or find his his uh, podcast on Spotify, Crackers College Hoops podcast on Spotify. Steve, first and foremost, man, I'm just glad you're, you're on the mend. You're feeling better. Uh, I know the Rams world was, uh, was worried about you my friend so that that that's the big news first off man brady thanks so much yeah everybody was so kind to me um having gone through a bout with uh covid and then pneumonia which put me in the hospital but i'm i'm on the mend and i'm doing better now and uh and it's great to have a a great college basketball team in town playing well so um i'm back well, and that's that's awesome. That's great because we need the world is better when Steve Ivy is back for sure. Uh, Steve, kind of some news today, man. I, I don't know if you heard, but apparently uh, there was a shakeup at CSU today. Yeah, and <laughs> on a day when we should be excited that CSU has moved back into the AP poll at twenty two, right, and twenty fourth in the coaches poll. That the the news of Joe Parker certainly outweighs that. It's a it's a pretty big deal. I really like what you said about Joe. Um, I actually have a nice relationship with Joe as well. Um, he has uh, he and his wife have golden retrievers. They have a new puppy named Lucy, and we talk all the time about golden retrievers because that's what my my wife and I have. So um, it's it's tough on me because he's always been great with me, but. Um, to be honest with you, Brady, it was time for a change. And that's how I feel. Um, to, as, as brutal as it, this in, this industry can be, you know, and in, in this, media people like us, Steve, whatever, we, we develop relationships with coaches and, and, and ADs, whatever, and some of them you like, some of them you don't like, some of them you're just fine with. Um, this is one, though, where I, you know, I did... I had a pretty good relationship with Joe. We weren't best friends, but I could text him, and he would eventually text me back. And he jumped on the show quite a bit, so I do appreciate him for that. Okay, so but Steve, you you brought something up right at the start of this thing with the big news about CSU getting back into the AP top twenty-five, and then the coaches poll there at twenty-four. This move is does have a lot of people asking the question: Why now, especially? When you want, you do want all of your focus to be on what Nico Medved and company are doing with uh, with this basketball team. Yeah, and I, 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 if I were to guess what's going on behind the scenes, I mean, we've got uh, President Parsons is she's a real go getter, and you talked about it earlier. Um, and I think I think football's driving the bus here, Brady. Um, yeah, I do too. I think I I I had numerous stuff back and forth during football games with my friends Joel and Mike from ramnation.com uh, last fall saying there's uh, she's got to be thinking about making a change. And they'd say Norvell. And I said, no, Joe, because it's been going on for years. He hasn't, fi- he hasn't fixed the football issue and we know football drives the bus. So I think that's first and foremost. Secondly, um, I've heard some things um, uh, behind the scenes and these are unconfirmed Brady. So take it with a grain of salt, but, I've heard there's been a little bit of a conflict with the athletic department and the NIL collectives in terms of uh, raising money for the Ram Club versus NIL, and that's a that's a conflict that exists at a lot of universities around the country. But I've I've heard there has been issues uh, has been issues there, and then third, 
um, I think we're all interested in seeing uh, seeing uh, uh, things done with Nico, and I don't know where that stands in terms of keeping him, but I think that's, I'm guessing the president is stepping in, going, making sure that uh, things are done right in terms of keeping Nico around with all the uh, the rumors going around in the outside world about him possibly moving on this year. Yeah, well, and, and Steve, I saw a couple of tweets that said, hey, I hope this doesn't mean they're going to go get a guy that's all football all the time. Well, I actually felt, and this again, according to people that I've talked to in the past, that the opposite was going on, that even though football was the biggest issue, um, that was one of the programs that got the attention, whereas I had heard... You know, take it, take it as you will. The the basketball program at times felt ignored. So, I if I were that Rams fan today, that's worried that maybe you're going to get a guy that's too focused on football. I, I feel like maybe that's what was going on already, Steve. And maybe I'm off on that. No, I, I, and you know what, I, I think they need to fix the football thing. You fix the football thing, and everything else follows. Um, the basketball program is in great shape. Nico is here. Um, I hope we can keep him. I hope they can investigate uh, some uh, longer-term kind of deals with him and keep him around. Um, and I hope they can continue to invest in the program. There's all kinds of uh, things that need to happen, both in terms of uh, getting the NIL dollars up, but also you know things like uh, money to support the program in terms of charter flights and all that. They don't charter to every game like uh, major universities do, and I'll be honest with you, that can cost them games during the season. So um, hopefully it'll lead to more funding for the, uh, for the basketball program too. But first and foremost, they do have to get this football issue fixed. Yeah, they do. I mean, you're, you're right. You, you've got to have that right blend now. And I was saying this to Kevin earlier, Steve. The job that Joe Parker took in 2015, that job is different than it is now. Um, dealing with NIL, dealing with Transfer Portal, the pressures out there are be- bigger than ever. There's more pressure to succeed than ever before because you're losing good players at the drop of a hat. So this uh, this next person, you know, it's it's going to be a harder job than it was when Joe Parker took it. Absolutely. I, I'm with you 100% on that. And uh, uh, college athletics, we, we're watching it change uh, it's day, virtually daily right in front of our very eyes. Um, and uh, and it, it's, it's a hard thing, but um, other, other people are being successful. We're seeing other people within the conference, uh, Mountain West Conference, that are moving forward. I think if you look at Boise State and San Diego State, they're certainly moving forward. And CSU has the funding and has the support to be every every bit as much uh, in that class as those two schools. So um, I'm excited to see what happens next. Well, I'm excited for this one, Steve, on February 21st, a couple days away. Colorado State, New Mexico, in the pit. The Rams have struggled on the road, but they have, perhaps more importantly, taken care of business at home. They whooped up on Utah State, and it was a big night all around, a very special night, too. Now you got your sights set on New Mexico. Very difficult place to play, but right now this conference is completely wide open. It is insanity. It's March Madness before March Madness, Steve. It's absolutely crazy. It is. I mean, we have no one with less than four losses right now in the conference, and you've got seven teams that have four or five losses. So everybody is pretty much within one game of each other. Um, there was a the game. Uh, the, the really interesting game on Saturday night was Nevada and UNLV, and UNLV was five minutes away from moving into first place. They blow the game in the last five minutes, and now they're in seventh place. It's crazy. Um, and this game with New Mexico, 
certainly is huge. Both both CSU and New Mexico have five losses. They're obviously both still battling uh, uh, to get a uh, to, to to get into the March Madness uh, thing as an at-large team. New Mexico is probably a little further behind. They don't have quite the resume from the non-conference schedule that CSU did, and they're coming off a tough loss at. Uh, at uh, San Diego State, so they're they're going to be up for it in a big way, playing in front of you know probably something close to a sellout of fifteen thousand people at the pit. And CSU is still trying to keep grinding away wins. There's still a belief that they can uh, they can close out the season on a on a long winning streak and and possibly get up into that uh, the top of the conference. So it's going to be a crazy game. Uh, CSU won the first game by eight points. It was a close game, and then CSU blew it open in the second half. This is going to be a crazy game in the pit on Wednesday night, and sometimes those games can turn into roller derby. That can be get very interesting down there. Yeah, well, and and you know, I thought this Utah State game over the weekend. I thought, okay, you know, if you lose it, you're probably out as far as winning the regular season title, not out of the March Madness discussions. But you win this thing, and it flips it upside down, which they did, and they did it so convincingly. It was enough for um, the powers that be to move them up in both of the. Rankings today. I mean, it's just that was that big of a win. If you can follow that up, somehow pull off this likely upset against New Mexico. I mean, that's it. You're, you're, you punch the ticket. You're in now. You just got to do the uh, well. I guess the easy part, Steve. Maybe not. Is uh, just go ahead and win the regular season. Yeah, there's there's no easy games <laughs> the rest of the year. But you know what's what's funny? You know, here we are. We move into move back into the top twenty five. When was the last time a team moved back into the top 25 after getting beaten a half, 41 to 11? Right. (laughs) That is crazy. Um, Good point. And you you go, that's the respect that they have. People watch them. People observe. They look not just at the the advanced metrics, but a lot of people watch them on TV. And the one thing that CSU is, is they're a very pleasing team to watch. They're fun to watch because they shoot the ball well. They pass the ball beautifully. It's sharing... Uh, all over the place. They're third in the nation in uh, in assist rate. Um, and then now the defense is really grinding it out, and they've moved into uh, the top 35 territory in terms of the advanced analytics when it comes to defense. So they're one of all 13 teams that are top 35 in both offense and defense um, on uh, KenPalm.com. And, and if you look at the other teams there, it's all the number one and number two seeds. So they're in great company, and the defense is really what's turning things around. I love that point by you, Steve. Um, you know, you could score eleven points and a half, where it looks like the end is near for your program, and then you, all you do is bounce back and you beat the best team easily. At least at this stage, the best team in the Mount West Conference. You smoke them by twenty points. If that doesn't say something about the resiliency of this team, Nico Medved, the stars on this team, Isaiah Stevens, and guy like Joel Scott. Man, I don't know what does. That that was an excellent point by you. What a big win, big moment for the Rams. You know, that, that game, I, I got a chance to talk to some of the players after the game, um, and uh, they were so fired up for that fight like a Ram uh, thing that's done with UC Health to honor cancer warriors. Um, Isaiah Stevens, you know, his mom, his mom had, uh, had cancer, so he's a fighter for her. But I had a wonderful conversation with Joe Palmer after the game. And, you know, for a while it looked like Pat Cartier. He was kind of uh, 50-50 to play. He managed to, to, to gut it out and, and, and give us 20-something minutes. But uh, Joe Palmer was all set to be the backup, uh, backup big 
and have to guard Great Osabor, who's a 6'8", 250-pound all-conference possible player of the year player from Utah State. And Joe was so fired up because he was, he was going to be the backup to defend him. And so, and they were so fired up to play that game. It was, uh, it, it, they really came out, played with incredible passion, incredible toughness. Um, and they, they, I mean, a 17 point halftime lead. And then they just went through the, went through it in the second half. They could have won that game by 40 had they shot well. They were so good. So it was, it was one of those great things. Uh, the fight like a ram with UC Health mm-hmm. was a, a, a wonderful experience. Um, but the team really came through. I know that's something you and I've talked about too, how near and dear that is to your heart, how special that is that Colorado State does that the double header and everything that goes into it I mean just it's one of the one of the coolest one of the most important traditions in sports you know it was it's it's a beautiful event it is my favorite game of the year um, having gone through it and having been one of the Kansas yeah. Warriors honored two years ago but what was really funny I don't know if you saw this on uh, on uh, X on Twitter but uh, one of the, I don't know if it was CBS Sportsnet or somebody showed a highlight of Joel Scott dunking, and they referred to him by the name on the back of his jersey. <laughs> they had no idea that he was wearing somebody else's name, and they said it was something like Johnson with the dunk, and that was hilarious. Uh, but that's what's so cool about yeah. the event is you see these names on the shirts, and that's who they're playing for. They're playing for their teammates, they're playing for their the Cancer Warriors, and they're playing for for everybody that's there to honor the Cancer Warriors. It's just such a great event. Oh, uh, well said, Steve. Uh, where can we check out your latest blog, your latest podcast? I know you're back at it, so you're getting into the, back into the swing of things. Yeah, I covered the game on my blog. Uh, uh, just a short, uh, a short game summary uh, uh, at uh, crackerscollegehoops.wordpress.com. And I did a, uh, a somewhat passionate uh, 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 podcast uh, last week in, in preparation for the uh, – the uh, fight like a ram game i'll do another uh, podcast sometime early this week uh i might even record it today um i want to make sure i keep people updated on where isaiah stevens at you know we only have two more games in moby with isaiah stevens one with nevada and one with uh wyoming and i'll cover some of the some of the numbers and some of the records he said you know he became the all-time leading three-point scorer for CSU over the weekend. He's also the all-time two-point scorer, having passed Nico Carvacho. He passed Andy Burley, who played back in the early 2000s for the three-point uh, record. Um, he's now tops in Mountain West Conference scoring all-time. He's uh, in terms of Mountain West games, third all-time in all games, trailing only Jimmer Fredette and uh, and uh, um, Sam Merrill. And he'll pass Sam Merrill with five or six more points. So he's about to move into second all-time in scoring. I'll be covering a lot of that stuff and just talking about some of the records and some of the people he's passing as he piles up his uh, his assist numbers and his point numbers. It's really special to watch. And like I said, only two more games with him in, uh, in Moby. Wow. Get out there. Get your tickets to go see one of the... One of the greatest players to ever come out of any kind of college in the state of Colorado. A guy that will be playing basketball for a living uh, next year either way, whether that's the NBA or whatever. He's that special of a dude. And he's a special guy. He's a really good dude. Steve, always appreciate you, my man. And uh, we'll look to catch up with you next week. Brady, thank you so much. It's always great talking to you, too. And and, uh, have a great week. And go Rams. All right, my friend. Steve Ivey, the swole cracker. He is, I mean, he's a basketball guru.
The dude knows everything about basketball. Love it. 1241. Let's jump out and get the latest on the local sports flash.